Woo! Well, we hope the Sunday games are better than the Thursday game. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. Let's talk about Thursday night football and some starter sit for Week 9. All right, good morning, everybody. Let's get ready for Week 9. This is Fantasy Football Today in 5, a podcast that gets you caught up fast on the fantasy news and advice you need to know. Follow and stream us on Spotify. I'm Adam Azer with Chris Towers. Green Bay 34, San Francisco 17. It was not that close. It was not that fun. What are your fantasy takeaways? Um, Yep, the end. <laughs> well, no, I mean, the, the frustrating thing about this game, like Devontae Adams was awesome. Yeah. And basically everything else that was reported about this game, specifically about how the running backs would be used, kind of ended up not being the case. There were a lot of reports of that, that Aaron Jones would be limited. He got the start and got like five touches on the first drive, um, ended up with 17 or 20 touches in a game where he was supposed to be limited coming off a calf uh, injury. So it, you probably shouldn't have started him based on what we knew if you had yeah. any other reasonable options. And it's a good thing it wasn't a zero, but that was the, the biggest thing was that the running back usage in this game just wasn't what we thought it would be. Jarek McKinnon played a lot more than Jermichael Hasty. Jermichael Hasty wasn't even the leading rusher for them. He had four attempts for three yards. Um, so that raises questions about how this backfield is going to be used moving forward after we were pretty confident Hasty was going to be the lead rusher and McKinnon would be more of a part-time guy. So that is probably the biggest takeaway is that McKinnon sees a, an upgrade in his value. Yeah, and... If you're excited about Marquez Valdez-Scantling, you got to you gotta kind of numb that a little bit because Alan Lazard is coming back, and it was yeah. only four targets for Valdez-Scantling. And a great game for the Packers as they go to 6-2. And, two. and uh, I learned Richie about... James, shout yeah, out to him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he had a huge game, 184 yards and a touchdown on 13 targets. And Nick Mullins almost got you, I think it would have been 19 fantasy points if Jarek McKinnon had scored a receiving touchdown instead of the rushing touchdown on the following play with about... Five seconds left. All right, uh, let's talk about some injuries here. Green Bay, or excuse me, Drew. Drew Brees has a shoulder issue, and is that does that make you nervous at all? He says it's fine, but are you nervous at all about Drew Brees in the passing game? So it kind of seems like this has been there for a little while. I, I saw some people talking about on Twitter that he had it like taped up uh, in the last game. So I don't know. He's it's not like he's going to put a lot of stress on that arm trying to chuck the ball deep. Uh, And Michael Thomas doesn't really need that. And hopefully he'll be back. Um, But you know, the the guys that you're counting on Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders and Alvin Kamara, if they're all uh, healthy enough to play, none of them really need Drew Brees to like sling it 25, 30, 40 yards downfield. So in that instance, it's not really something that concerns me. The matchup against the bucks concerns me more. We've got Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde missing practice. If they're both out, but Homer is, he was active last week, but barely played. So Homer will be back. What do you think the backfield split would be between DJ Dallas and Travis Homer? I would still think DJ Dallas probably gets like 60 to 65% of the work with given the, the trust that they showed in him. Homer has played, you know, he did have one game where he played 43% of the snaps. That was that uh, game against the Vikings. I still think DJ Dallas is probably like a top 20 back and Homer is really a desperation play. All right, starter sit. Let's get to get a few names here. Derek Carr against the Chargers. How do you feel about him? Starter sit Carr. I think he's in that low end number one 
high end number two range. If you're, if you're desperate for a streamer and he's out there, I think, you know, the Chargers are a pretty easy matchup. All right, the other two quarterbacks I was going to ask you about might be in the same range. you got Ben Roethlisberger at Dallas, where three straight mm-hmm. quarterbacks have thrown for less than 200 yards against Dallas because they're barely throwing. And Matt Ryan, who would be a must-start if Calvin Ridley plays, you'd think, but if Calvin Ridley is out, which probably, I would, I guess, lean that way right now. So Roethlisberger, Carr, Ryan, how do, you, who, how do you like those guys? I think I would actually go Carr, Roethlisberger, Ryan. We've seen... Roethlisberger just hasn't been throwing the ball down the field. They don't really need him to. Um, and Ryan, we saw him really, really struggle when he didn't have either Ridley or Julio Jones earlier in the season. So he might just be you know, pretty dependent on those guys. I'm going to give you three running backs. Melvin Gordon, Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins. How do you like those guys? I think I would rank them Dobbins, Gordon, Taylor. I okay. think that's the way I would go. Gordon, it seems like Philip Lindsay's going to play, so... You know, Lindsey's been a much better runner than him. And finally, you starting Antonio Brown this week? Uh, In a a three-wide receiver league with a flex where I don't have a a good flex option, maybe, but I don't feel good about trusting him. You probably have three wide receivers you feel better about. Starter sit for the NFC home games. That's on Friday on the Fantasy Football Today podcast. Make sure you follow that one and stream it on Spotify. I want to thank Chris Towers. I'm Adam Azer. Thanks a lot for listening. We will talk to you. We actually have a bonus episode coming out on Saturday to help you with some prop bets. So we'll talk to you then on Fantasy Football Today in five.